Okay, but <laughs> this is as good as no. Ever. Let's just go back and riff about the first family of podcasts. Yeah, <laughs> let's tell everybody what we really think about the McElroys. We love them. Yeah, they're so much. they're great. And if they could take us under their wing and make this podcast shine, oh man, would that just ever be my dream? Make believe money. Make believe money. Three fine folks discuss fictional finance. Make believe money. Welcome to Make Believe Money, the podcast where we talk financial situations of fantastical worlds and their real-world implications. All right, Damon, we figured out what we have to do from here on out. Make yourself as uncomfortable as possible, and then I'll get it. I did not enjoy it. You're right. (laughs) It looked... I wish that... I wish podcasts were a visual... I guess you could... That's called a video. Video. Casting. Vodcasting? Like, they used to be, like, video. A couple of the, like... Well, when podcasting meant iPod casting or whatever. Right. For iPod videos. A couple right. of the, like, real play podcasts I listen to, because I'm a nerd, and I do listen to, like, Video? RPG. Oh. Like, no, like, they'll play, like, Dungeon World or D&D or whatever. They're nice, because they kind of feel like just, like, listening to a TV show, honestly. Right, they're, they're, like, making up a story for you. They're, yeah, they're less about rules than they're more about the story. But a couple of them, like, also do it on Twitch, so that it's, like, both visual and... Twitch is a thing that I thought was for tweens and I don't understand. Am I too old for Twitch? No. It's just, um... It's just like a streaming video. Is it like service? What was that? Other it's one? for video games specifically. Oh, you like play video like games play and people first? watch you play video games. Gotcha. That sounds boring. To you, I'm maybe. not that kind to of other person. People, it's uh, the it, cooperative Pokemon session was awesome when they were doing that. <laughs> it has a really interesting backstory, though. Um, Twitch? There's yeah, Gimlet has a podcast called Startup, mm-hmm. and they I think it's in their second or third season. They do one on Twitch and like how it got started. It is. Fascinating. And also, you may think it's boring, but Amazon bought it for like a billion dollars. I was gonna say not everybody does. I know I think it's boring, but like one of the top YouTubers just plays video games. Yeah, they make like six figures saying they do. I mean like I can play video games if people want to watch me do it. I think it's great. I just don't I will watch you play Crash Bandicoot. Uh I am working my way through. I have a hundred percent beaten Spyro One, which is a way easier game when you play it when you're um, motor skills are fully formed. <laughs> and Spyro 3, I am about to beat. That seems like a good analogy for what we're talking about today, because uh-huh. we're going to talk about blank checks. So oh, sorry yeah. to usurp your job. And also, I'm Dan. Oh, yeah, and I'm Liz. And I'm Damon. We're, we're bored with our names. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, you know who we are. You listen to us for 16 episodes. Damon does have the hiccups, so you're welcome, everybody. with me. You poor buddy. There's a noise reducer thing that you can cut out a certain sound on Audacity. We'll try that. Edit you out. Yeah. Entirely. So Liz, <laughs> you and I will talk about black Play check. Spoke going back to speaking of things that are easier the later you get. This movie is messed up. <laughs> I think I so I somehow missed this, I think, as a child, so I watched it just for this recording. And as an adult, nah. Like, nah, nothing about it. No, 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 no. No. Now, <laughs> I also haven't seen this, like you, until you did, I haven't seen this movie. Uh, ever. It, ever. But it does seem like a cultural touchstone that I missed, because I feel like people bring it up a lot. I was going to say, I am familiar <clears throat> with the concept, and I, in my head, I know, 
I know enough about blank check, I feel like, to do another, like, I could fake it if I don't have to talk about it too much that I know about this movie, but not any of the particulars of the plot. Well, I feel like when we were shopping around the idea of doing this podcast to people and explain what we were going to be doing, a lot of people were like, oh, are you going to do blank check? And I was like, I have no idea what that is. That's, that's the name of another podcast that I listen to that's not about the movie Blank Check. But they did just do an episode about Blank Check. They did an episode about Blank Check like six months ago. Oh my god, that podcast has been on there forever. It's like two years. That was their 100th episode. Yeah. Fudge. We're at like... 17! This 17. is 17! Happy yeah. 17th anniversary! <laughs> I got you a little something. I assume you did the same. <laughs> uh, no, anyway, yeah, it, this is a fucked up movie. Yeah, okay. So I'll go through the plot either now or when we rate it or something. Let's but do it's ratings weird. first this okay. time, because I feel like it's gonna, that's gonna illuminate the most about what we all feel. Wes, do you want to go first? I'll go first. I'm gonna give myself a zero. I don't think I've actually ever seen this movie, and I heard the plot of it from Damon, who heard the plot of it from a podcaster. <laughs> Alright. Um, I am familiar with the concept of a blank check. I am familiar with how much money he uses it for, and I am familiar, I think that in my head this movie is like big, except he doesn't get big. Uh, uh, kind of. Yeah. In the way that he like somehow just has a lot of it's money. It's of a family. I think it's actually yeah. more of a family with like Home Alone, Rich, Richie Rich, Richie, and like Richie Dennis Rich. If this movie should have starred Macaulay Culkin. And Pretty much. Toy, upsettingly enough. Boy, can we toy. talk about the so, toy? We can't talk about because you guys. Hold on. The one time I'm ready to talk about so actors sorry. and you guys aren't here with me. Tell me about. This breaks my heart. I know a lot about actors. No, I'm here's the thing though. This movie, Barren Wasteland. Nobody. Nobody. Well, you're you're saying like oh, it should have had Macaulay Culkin. <clears throat> yes, it should have, and it should have had a bunch of other people. It got nobody. nobody. Well, no, the, the defense one... secretary from Some of All Fears is the dad. <laughs> That's about the best. I... The FBI lady is in Dumb and Dumber for like a hot oh, second. Oh, no. That's it. There's nobody. Oh. No, the monster, he's like, he's not like a name, is he like but a he's guy? a that guy. Uh, so is the dad. Um, is a that guy. Hold on. Let well, me show know. me their picture and I'll tell you what else they were The in. dad yeah, sure was, will. do you remember Mike Birbiglia's dad from Sleepwalk With Me? No. Kind of looks like John Slattery, but he's not. He's oh, like that older guy. John Slattery. Oh, that guy. Exactly. That yeah. guy. <laughs> older John Slattery. That's like... Um, so James Redhorn. Oh, is that guy, the guy that looks like um, the dude from uh, Babe, who's not the dude from Babe. He's like the Correct. dude you go to when you can't get the dude from Babe, James John. And then something. one of them, you know, Tone Tone Lock, the rapper from Tone the nineties, is in it. And then there's this guy who Damon wanted me to show. Oh, Miguel Ferrer. He's the guy that looks like that other guy too. <laughs> Miguel Ferrer has you been in a lot of stuff. You come here for all the no, insightful commentary. He's like, he's he's like a character guy. actor who's been in yeah, all he, kinds of like cop dramas. Through his IMDb, he has been in a bunch of things, but yeah. none of them does he have a name. No, most of the time he's like a, a cop or a sidekick or a snitch. Several Desperate Housewives from 2011, so oh. that seems important. One Thundercats. That's all thunder, he needs is one Thundercats. Thundercats. To jump to my rating real quick, oh, I'm going to give myself a one because I listened to, to the episode of Blank Check about Blank Check, which is mostly them apologizing for naming their show no, Blank, Blank Check and not doing anything with the film Blank Check. Um, you should check them out. They're, They're great. Fine. 
Uh, we drop a lot of podcasts on here, and I feel like we should always try to make a better effort to, like, network with them, I guess. We should get oh, money from by them. By network with them, you mean we should probably recommend them to people? If we tried to reach out to them, they'd be like, Who are you, you dumb little fucks who <laughs> yeah. have 17 episodes? Get out of here. <laughs> Whatever. We're all making hey. podcasts. It's all made up. Yeah. Yes. All this is just internet. <laughs> hey, you. you're our you're our social media guy. Tweet at him or do a thing. Yeah. yeah. Hashtag blank check back. What? I'm a. I'm, we only bring up shows that we like quite a bit. So. That's true. That's true. We don't really I'm talk about of, things we don't. I'm like. part of the community. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> the only things we talk about that we don't like are the movies we podcast about. I. Charlie I don't know if well yes yeah. <laughs> that one for sure. I don't know if I didn't. I don't think I liked this. I think it was yeah. mostly. Just me sitting there with my mouth agape. I was unable to form an opinion because I was flabbergasted. Do you think this is the kind of movie... The way that Damon described it to me makes it sound like it's told from this kid's perspective and that you're supposed to watch it with the eyes of a child? Yes, 100%. That's why. So, I'll go my rating. I'll probably give myself like a five, which seems high since I've watched it once. But I feel like you But it was last week and I was an adult. And I also did some research on it, so like I feel like that gives me to a five. Yeah, and your but memories yeah, are fully formed. As a kid, it's probably got a ton of nostalgia and makes a bunch of sense and da 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 da. da. As an adult, it was me just sitting there like, what? <laughs> I don't think our ratings are ever parabolic curves, so like That's I think fair, that but... it's very easy to get high early, but that last like. Three points is oh, yeah. hard to clear. Oh, yeah. Well, I told you, there will be no tens from yeah. <laughs> 9.5s maybe, but no tens. So, I'll maybe go through the plot real quick, because yeah, I'm the only one know. above a one. Um, so, there is a child. What's his name? Preston. Preston. Preston, correct. That's what you get for naming your kid Preston. He wants money. It's not particularly clear why he wants money. Um, well, he wants his own bedroom at home. Well, he has his own bedroom, and then they move his brothers to into his bedroom for their business. It's like their business office. They have some business that has never actually disclosed what it is or what it does. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they're invading his space, and he wants his own bedroom. But he also just inherently seems to want money. And part of that is... It seems important to this family, from what I hear. Yeah, the family is very, like, money centric in a way that seems somewhat unhealthy. Is this and movie, then, this wasn't made in the 80s, this was made in no, the 90s. No, this is 94. 94, okay. which is like, historically seen as like one of the greatest years in cinema, and this might be one of the worst things that came out that year. Um, and I kind of get why he wants money, because like one of the first scenes is him going to an amusement park, and like all the kids have money, and they're doing all the fun stuff, and he isn't. But also, even before they know that, they're terrible to him. So basically he gets invited to a birthday party with a bunch of kids who hate him and just make fun of him the whole time. Why? I don't know why he went, and I don't know why he got invited. They just didn't make fun of him because he's poor? It's not even that they're... He's just uncool, I think. And part of that is, like, you know, kids will pick on any opportunity they have because kids are all shitty. Was this written by, like, Steve Jobs or something? I don't know. like, I'm gonna get a lot of money, and then I'm gonna be cool, and we'll all wear black turtlenecks. It's literally, like, it's a long scene. It's like 20 minutes of kids just, like, going on things, getting off of it, and being like, you were too poor to go! (laughs) Like, it's it's not... This whole movie is fucked. That's all I'm gonna say. And, like, this particular... Yeah, it's just... I don't know why this scene exists, and I don't know why he went, and I don't know why he was invited, and I don't know a lot of things, and I don't know where either set of parents were to be like, hey, 
you know how this will be a thing that like you think about and are queasily embarrassed about 30 years from now because I don't know about you guys but I still have like experiences from when I was seven that I think about and I'm like horribly terribly uncomfortable or embarrassed about yep. this is one of those for him and I'm like mm -hmm. some parent should have stepped in and be like oh you hate this kid yeah we're not inviting him be don't be a douche also, don't but worry, no one will remember this but you in 30 years. But you exactly. will remember every you single will, detail. You will experience every yep. bit of it as spine-meltingly <clears throat> awful as it is right now. Yep. But no one else will remember it. And therein lies the real horror, my friend, for you can share this with no one. <laughs> I definitely have childhood memories where I'm like, no one but me remembers this, but to me it is, it is just crippling. Yeah, I feel like in my head I've ruined <sighs> friendships that other people were just like, oh, we stopped being friends. Oh, like, okay. One of my favorite quotes by my mother that I wish I lived by more is, don't worry so much about what people think of you. You'd be surprised how often they don't. Or how yeah. often they do, either way. Like... How little they do. Exactly. Like, yeah. you think a lot about how you think that they think about you, but they don't think about you, yeah, so, so just it, calm down. Everybody's this obsessed with things that they did that nobody's got to <laughs> Yeah, no one's thinking about things that other people do. <laughs> anyway... So he goes to this party that I spent too much time on, but so did the movie. <laughs> so just as unbalanced as the film. And then, how does this all happen? Oh, at the same time, there's a guy who gets out of jail, and he, like, stole a million dollars. But he's, because he stole it, they're all bills in sequence, which the movie actually does a pretty good job about money laundering. And so if you steal money from a bank, the government's going to be looking for those bills. Oh, right, because they're all numbered. Right. All bills are numbered, and if you have them all in sequence, and you, like, deposit a bunch of bills in sequence to a bank, they're going to be like, how did you get a bunch of bills in sequence? Um, because, like, that's not how you accumulate money in the real world. Right. right? Um, so, anyway, that's actually a pretty decent description of, like, an issue. So he wants Could to money. just, like, shuffle them? Yeah. What if you put them out of sequence? If you bring a million dollars and they're out of sequence, but they're in they're, a million dollar range, range. when we're talking about a sixteen trillion dollar economy, they're gonna. I mean, maybe it. they won't figure it out, but what Everybody? if I cut it in half? But because it's also not even <laughs> just in sequence. When a bank gets money stolen, they report the, the, the numbers. numbers of the money that's gotten stolen, right? So they're on the lookout for that. And so, like, if you bring in like ten, they're like, oh, this person somehow distributed it into the world. But if you bring in a a million dollars gets stolen, and you bring in that million dollars of marked bills. You fucked. Yeah, you're gonna. So, rescue them if everyone wants to learn how to launder money, you just need to go back and listen to our Shawshank Redemption episode, where right. we definitely don't teach you how. Right, but you bring those dollars to the casino, and then you do it. anyway. Shh, 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 shh. Um, but what he decides to do is, so he apparently, while he was in crime, had a partner at a bank who would take these dollars and presumably they don't actually say how he does it, but presumably dole them out to like three people at a time and give him untampered with bills. Oh. So that's the plan. He brings the million dollars there and says, somebody else other than me is going to come in with a million, with a check that you gave me. Juice. Juice, exactly. Juice? That's Juice. the name of the rapper who is also in this movie for some reason. Juice. Yes. Yeah. Not O.J. Simpson. <clears throat> no. No. Tone Lock. Is it Tone Lock or is it Tone Loke, guys? I think it's Tone Lock. Tone Loke. Do we know? I don't know. I, mean, I feel like none of us are cool enough to know. I have the hiccups. He was the lizard from Fern Valley. He <laughs> was also another cop in uh, Ace Ventura, I think. Ace Ventura I or love... Ventura? <laughs> First of all, I'm going to slap you. Second of all, Ventura. Second of all, I would love, especially to do number two, because I quote that movie all the time. Jen, the bathroom's over there. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, come on. You know what I meant. You said Let's it. just do whatever you want to do. Anyway. Um, so, yeah. He's going he's gonna to send somebody else in to collect his money. Mm-hmm. Like, not, now all scrambled. On his way out of the bank, he hits Preston with his car. What the fuck? Like, very lightly, but he oh. wrecks his bike. Oh. And so he's like, hey, and like, Preston's making a scene, and this other kid's making a scene. Um, wait, wait, separate from being hit by the car? No, because they get okay. hit by the car. He's like, hey, you're fine, right? And then people are like, he's not fine, and you wrecked his bike, and da 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 And then a cop is pulling into the bank, and this bank robber's like, I gotta get out of here. So he just writes Preston a blank check and says, go pay for your bike. Oh, and Preston's a little shit. Preston is good with computers, and so he, like, writes this check for a million dollars, cashes it, All right, wait. gets all million dollars. Sorry, go ahead. Why do you need to be good at computers to write the check? Because he, like, he doesn't write it. He, like, prints it onto the check. Oh. Because it would look fake if you if just you wrote... If you wrote it in crayon? Yeah. <laughs> Which, here's what I want to know. How does a... I believe he's either 11 or 12. How do you know how to make a check out to cash? Nobody knows that. This kid's invested in money, apparently. Admittedly, it's the 90s, so maybe more people knew that because you used cash. You used He's checks, but, too. like, do you guys even know that? I mean, yeah, yeah. That you can make a check out to cash? <clears throat> yeah, because I don't even know. I was like, right now, I learned it, but, like, That's yeah. true. I do yeah. also know it from 30 Rock. But, yeah. From 30 Rock. Oh, oh, I knew it from yeah. before that, but they do that in 30 mm-hmm. Rock. Yeah, where it's Children's American. Children's and, Hospital of... No, it's no. like... Oh, no, it's Children's... Oh, Actually, association hospital. of like sick hospitals or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> like they, they, they. Oh, you can just abbreviate Sacred it. They Heart. all make it out. Yeah, I think yeah. you're right. Children's Association for the Sacred Heart or something like that. But anyway, just make it out. To so cash. he makes it out to cash million dollars. He goes in, he cashes it. Which is also a thing where you shouldn't do that if you're a bank teller, right? Like, this well, kid... the bank teller takes him into the guy who was laundering money laundering with money, the money. bad guy. Mm-hmm. And the bad guy is like, oh, this is a perfect cover. What a clever idea. So he gives him the million dollars. Because he's expecting someone to come pick up the million dollars at a certain time. And he's like, what a great cover. it's not going to be the bank robber because the bank robber's like, I don't want to be involved in this. And so... A child is the worst cover. Someone's going to remember a kid. Yeah, well, whatever. The point is, he gets a million dollars. That's racist. It's kind of true. (laughs) You say it's racist? There is such a thing as ageist. But anyway... Um, so the kid gets the million dollars, and then he proceeds to create, like, a fake persona that he somehow is managing this person's finances, which is horribly bullshit. What? Like, he's like, oh, I work for a Mr. Macintosh. He takes the name off of the computer that he used. Okay. And then he goes, oh, he's yeah. I Griffin. <laughs> I run Mr. Macintosh's finances, so you can do all the things through me. Then he proceeds to buy a bunch of kids' things and says, oh, well, it's because Mr. McIntosh didn't have a childhood. And through this whole thing, he blows all the money, the bank robber finds it's him, tries to kill him a bunch of times, a, a surprising amount of times he tries to kill a child. And then... And fails. Yes, <laughs> and also fails. Which comically fails? Mostly comically fails. Okay. I mean, there's a couple times... Anyway... And then at the end, the kid. a hard R. Yeah. <laughs> at the end, the kid learns that like it's your relationships that really matter, not your finances or your money. But your relationships to whom? Well, that's what I want to talk about. The <laughs> other last like part of this that I didn't talk about is there is a teller at the bank, quote unquote, who's actually a plant for the FBI because they think this what this person is is laundering money, and so they have some marked bills that they want him to like give out so they can figure it out. And this woman thinks. 
this Mr. McIntosh must be the guy who's like laundering the money because he takes the laundered money. Sure. He being Preston. Yeah. So to get close to him, she like buddies up to Preston, but Preston's really into her, you like childhood crush, which is all fine, right? Hey, a twelve-year-old sure. having a crush on an attractive thirty-year-old, no big problem. Except he takes her on a date that she's seemingly into, and then at the end of the movie, she kisses him square on the mouth and tells him to come back when he's like seven years older. That's not okay. That's like so not okay. It's uh, very disturbing. Oh, it girl. makes me very uncomfortable. That girl, also he's makes a me child. Think. He is a child. Like, like the a fact child, that you're, child. Or yeah, the fact that you're even like. Don't entertain that idea. Yeah, no, it's wrong. He it's doesn't wrong even have the set of personality that he's going to have. He doesn't even have the same set of teeth yeah, he's going to have. Yeah, she broke him. Oh, God. It's, like, not okay. Uh, that also makes me think of an episode of 30 Rock. Oh. <laughs> the one with Peter Dinklage? No, the one with Susan Sarandon. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's uncomfortable. It really yeah. is. The point is, <laughs> this movie is kind of horrible. Yeah, that sounds rough. It sounds like you can only watch it. This I feel like there's this whole it's genre be a movie of movies. Nostalgia, or you have to be a child. Yeah, like That's it. there's a whole genre of movies that like were meant to put on TV and for parents to leave the room. I see. I wouldn't let my kid watch it though, because it also teaches like a ton of bad money lessons. But I think that you're supposed to like. You're not supposed to look into the plot as a parent. You're supposed to be like, what a fun concept for a movie, and this is meant for children. Mm. I'm gonna put this VCR tape. I'm going to put this VHS in the VCR, and then I'm going to screw off to do something that I want to do as an adult, and they'll be fine. Which might be screwing off. Hey, grown-ups gotta have their free time. I can't remember what it was, but there was a certain show that every every day my wife would come back and got to oh. watch 30 minutes of, and she, like, her older, older cousin, like, 20 years older, told her, like, that's when her parents did the nasty, like, when she was, like, oh, no. 19, and I watched her brain break. I she watched her, like, her eyes start twitching of, like, oh, no. but Arthur was for Arthur time. <laughs> what? Arthur for no? children be happy now? <laughs> She does have three younger siblings, like, oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, they, they, they got me. Actually, that's another fun story. Sorry, Megan, but oh, poor Megan. when she got the sex talk... Um, she went to her mother, and, like, her mother was like, do you have any questions? She was like, you guys did that four times? <laughs> and no more. And her mother, to her credit, went, we had to. <laughs> <laughs> think of England. It's <laughs> for the crown. Would someone please think of the children? <laughs> oh, um, God. So, anyway, <clears throat> this is kind of a terrible... So, I movie. just don't see where the money comes in. <laughs> So, here's, I will tell you, I kind of punted on this, but I also didn't. We have a lot of interesting things to talk about, but he has a million dollars. So what I was going to try to do is track down how much he actually spent, but I got through one purchase. And he blew it? Yeah, and then I gave up. I was going to say, because like, I, I feel like a million dollars is a lot of money for a seven-year-old to hear about. But not a lot of money for any other person. Well, that's the other thing I want to talk a little bit about is, like, how much you should have for retirement. Because a million dollars is not that much money in the grand scheme of things these days. Are you saying, like, as advice for the money launderer, he should have... Well, he did say it's his nest egg. And maybe back then it would have been. But no, just, like, in general. Oh. um, Like, what is a million dollars really worth? Sure. So I will talk about the blank check stuff, but 
I also found a really good article about like how much he spent. So I also was like, I don't need to duplicate this person's work. You can oh, Google it. So we'll put it in our show notes and everything. Yeah. But point is, like, yeah. So in the movie. So well, I guess we can just get any other questions about blank check before we start getting into the money. Part. Um, <laughs> does this scene actually happen? There's a trampoline with a lot of dollar bills on it. No. There is, is that he's, from in, Richie Rich? he's in bed at one point and he throws a bunch of dollar bills into the air after oh. he goes to the bank. And there is, a he trampoline? does buy a trampoline. Okay. And he jumps on it with his. <laughs> Damon is like breaking just, down just in a every whole way. Bunch of <laughs> over Damon's corner. <laughs> hey, what did I say? We're getting more and more professional every we'll episode. Edit that out. No, <laughs> that was mid sentence. It's on my computer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is this going to come back? <laughs> There is also, though, he also, so, Preston hires a chauffeur who stays with him for the entirety of this movie, who is the dumbest human being that's ever been born. Dumber than this lady who's just, like, a casual pedophile? Yes, because she doesn't see him that often, so, I mean, she's dumb because a child is running a millionaire's finances, but she only sees him, like, four times in the movie. Oh, okay. The chauffeur is with him, like... Eight hours a day for like he blows all this money in six days. He's with him for like six days straight, and like they kind of hint at the end that maybe he knew this kid had this money, but if so, he's a horrible, weird person. <laughs> and if he didn't, he's the dumbest human being who ever lived. It's one of the two. There's no good outcome. His name is Henry. If you're Henry. There's no good outcome. You let a child blow a bunch of money that he couldn't possibly have legitimately had. Or you worked for a millionaire recluse who only bought things for you and a random child who ran his finances? What? Yeah, you're a bad you're you're making bad choices. He's probably like, whatever gets me home to my wife at the end of the day with a, a paycheck that'll keep I'm us. I'm four in days our house. away from retirement. All I gotta do is make it through. One last child. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But anyway. Guy. He's just trying to make payday. So things that he buys. Go on. A $300,000 house. And that's the first thing he buys. He just buys a whole house? Yes. They let him buy a whole house? Which also, by the way, he that buys... That sounds like a very sensible he house. He buys <laughs> by calling in by phone and then is in it the next day. No. You can't close on a house that fast. We're Even all, with cash, you can't close on a house that fast. We're all mid to late 20-somethings looking at one day owning a home. That's we like all know how hard 45 this is. 45 to 60 days. Maybe faster without... With its cash, but it's still, like, you have to give the people time to move out of the damn house. He did not get an inspection done of it. No, he did not. He just bought it. Um, He buys a security system for it. He has multiple, like, trucks come up from Haagen-Dazs and uh, Nabisco and uh, various other, like, ice cream, candy that sort of thing. Children are dumb. <laughs> he buys a miniature race car and a water slide that goes from the house to the pool in the back. He buys an inflatable Velcro wall, you know, those things you jump oh, yeah. in. Like an inflatable oh, boxing that ring. Oh, like the very height of luxury when I was and a kid. That, yeah. Like that Velcro wall you could just stick to and hang there for a while. Yeah. It looked both like a nightmare trap that I would get stuck <laughs> on and no one would come and free me. And then like the best thing that could ever happen to me. He buys a trampoline. He gets a six by six TV wall. So, like, 36 TVs. Back when TVs were thick. Uh, he, he takes out this girl to a... Thick. Yes, I knew what you meant. <laughs> that TV, thick. <laughs> 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 he takes this 
girl, this FBI girl, to a very nice restaurant. To sends be clear, her FBI woman, tiny boy. Correct. Buys her a, like, diamond necklace. Nope. And also entrance everywhere. Gets a batting cage. Gets a virtual reality machine. He upgrades his wardrobe with some very 90s Germany... Like wait what? I I don't know how better to describe I'm that. Either Lederhosen or like grunge or like real boxy. I I don't know how to describe it, so I'm going to Google it and show it to you. Yeah, but yeah. like, and I'll tell the internet what it looks like. Yeah, like people just Google blank check movie clothing, and let me see if I can find these sunglasses first of all. Oh, those sunglasses oh, yeah. that look like um. Like swimmers goggles. Yeah, I just ah, these are none of these are what I want them to be. But there's like he's got some weird like. Does he have that like white suit thing going on? He, yeah, I think he has one of those. He definitely has some like clashing like floral pattern suit with like striped shirt. It's just like it's a whole lot. This there's just a, a whole mess. lot going on. So you're telling me he's opening a mattress store? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what uh, can again. I get you to do to go home with a CLE professional today? <laughs> Again, he has Henry there the entire week to just drive him around. Henry. He furnishes this house. What? He gets one of those, I don't know what they're called, but like the astronaut testing thing where you're oh, like... Oh, little gyroscopy thing? Yes, exactly. Thank you for describing that way better than I would have. He gets a new bike. That's what he <clears> just should have done. He mentions a Cadillac. Like, he says put the Cadillac over there, but you never actually see it, so I don't know if he actually buys a Cadillac, but he mm. mentions it. Henry seems game to go along with whatever. <clears throat> But anyway, there is a good article that, like, breaks down a lot of this, so we'll put it in the show notes. But the one thing they do do is, toward the end, uh, yes, I said do do. <laughs> I saw you do I that. Fought it, I fought it real hard. I was like, don't make fun of that. <laughs> you're not, you're not nothing. Oh, he throws a $100,000 party? Wait, he's already, like, just me estimating in my head what these things might cost. I've only heard two numbers, and that's almost 40% of the way to a million yeah. dollars. Because 300000 Where's the almost coming in? <laughs> it's exactly 40% of the way. Correct. Um, we so don't know what the taxes were like. <laughs> at the end, they actually do a good job. And again, I'll put this spreadsheet online so people can actually see it because I copied it down. The, he has an expense report, which is good. I guess he's tracking his expenses. Wait, good, fiscally responsible. Yes. On his giant computer in this house. Are we sure this kid wasn't like a reincarnated... Like, Wall Street Gordon Gecko guy? I have no idea. No, I know, because money is good, and he is not making any of it. Um, but it's a two-page expense report, and they only zoom in on one page of it, so I can only see half of it. Okay. But even that one totals up, well, I added a few things, but to, like, $800,000. And this is the shorter expense report. So I'll put it in there, but, like, they, they put a cost on the security system and the video system and the racetrack and the batting cage and a bunch of the other things. So it's actually... Kind of does some of my work for me in theory, too. But, so they say what it should have cost. I decided to do what it would actually cost. Because I was like, that'll be an interesting thing. Okay. So I was like, I'll start with the house. That's the biggest purchase. He makes a $300,000 purchase right off the bat. 30% of his money, like, not fiscally responsible. We'll start with that. And a poor investment. And probably a poor investment. Anything that they'll give you, like, sight unseen, and you don't even have to worry about closing costs or inspections, sounds like a bad choice to me. Yes, although as an 11-year-old, I would have not known to get an inspection inspection on a house. Yeah. Wait, how old is this kid? 11? Yeah. Okay. I don't know where he lives. He's like 11 or 12. I think, yeah, he's 11 or 12. <clears throat> I actually wonder where it takes place, because there are certain... Here's it's a fun money fact. Um, there are certain states, Illinois is one of them, that's called an attorney state, an attorney review state. Okay. 
you have to, it's a law, you have to use a real estate attorney to close a real estate transaction. Oh. In certain states, your real estate agent can do it for you, or you could, I guess, in theory, do it all yourself. Mm-hmm. We are an attorney review state. You have to have an attorney look at any sort of real estate purchase agreement. Is that where a lot of closing costs come in? Uh, no, actually, the attorney fee is not terrible. Oh, okay. Two fifty to a thousand. Two fifty is really low. I'd say probably more like five hundred to a thousand. Okay. Um, actually, where it comes in in Chicago is there's a random transfer title tax, just seven and a half dollars for every thousand of house you buy. That oh. is just Chicago highway robbery, but that's neither here nor there. Chicago. Um, yeah, God, I love this city. Is that a city or Cook County? Oh, I don't know. That's a good question because. I don't know. Some of us are looking at maybe one day owning a house in the suburbs. <laughs> uh, well, some of us currently are looking at buying in Cook County, and we're very mad about it. Mm-hmm. But neither here there. The point is, so yeah, he also couldn't buy this without an attorney review, depending on the state he's in. Luckily for him, Henry happens to also be an attorney. Yeah, I don't know. I want to say, when I was listening to Blank Check today, they offhandedly said Georgia about something. Georgia? Yeah. I'm on like the, the greater Atlanta area. I hope maybe. that the audience can hear the like clacky sound yeah. of the keyboard because I always feel like that means like research is happening. So it was filmed in San Antonio and Dallas, but I don't feel like that's where oh, it was really? set. Cool. Okay, I don't think I can find this, but I also don't care. That's fine. So what Dallas were we looking for again? Where oh, where's Or set. But I can look up uh, attorney review states. But I apparently have done this before and didn't know how to spell the word review in the past. <laughs> attorney Bavaglio. It's, uh, yeah, I, you know, I before he is, has always, my mother can attest, has always been hard for me. Um, so, Alabama, Connecticut, Delaware, District of Columbia, Florida, Georgia, Can- Kansas, Kentucky, Maine, Maryland, Massachusetts, Mississippi, New Hampshire, New Jersey, New York, North Dakota, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, South Carolina, Vermont, Virginia, and West Virginia, and this must need to be updated because Illinois, I, I know, is say. one. So, um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of states he wouldn't have been able to buy this without an attorney anyway. So, so I was like, okay, I'm going to look up all the actual costs for this stuff. Okay, so can you clarify for me something? I feel like I'm a little confused. When you say yes. what they what it should have cost, they put down what it should have cost? No, they put down numbers, and my guess is, and I don't know, my guess is they just put down numbers. Oh, they I just mean, like pulled them let's out of the it, Yeah, it's screenwriters. I think they just made numbers, and that's why it's I like always screenwriters. This right. is like set dressers. Right. And I think that's also why they don't show you the first page of the expense report so they can magically wave their hands and be like, the rest yeah, of it, it adds so up cheap. to a million. And like, if this page is too expensive, then the last other one was cheap. If this one's not expensive enough, let's say the other one was expensive. You don't need to know. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I wanted to look up what should it have cost. Like, what should a security system have cost? What should a video, excuse me, a video system should have cost? What should Henry's services cost? Whatever, whatever. But the reason I punted is because you can find the real address of the house that they film in. Well, A is because um, this article does a nice job, but then B is because you can find the real address of the house, and the Redfin estimate is $3.8 million. Well, there you go, Now, I did deflate that to 90-whatever-it-was, 94, but that's 2.2 million. A total bargain. So I was like, 
Yeah, no, the screenwriters fucked it right up. Just from beginning to end. Like, I looked has, up like, one thing. a mansion, right? Yes. And it, it, it cost $300,000 in this movie, Here which is, I guess I didn't do the math, but is like one, call it sixth? Did I do that right? I don't know. 300000 per million. Like, two and a half million. So, yeah. Yeah. About one seventh. Maybe he just made a down payment. No, because they have a bidding war between him and the mobster and Cash. Oh, the mobster's yeah. involved in buying the house. Yeah, because the mobster doesn't know that he has this blank check. This Cash yes, so the mobster still think, yeah, he's. Well, also, why would you stay in the area if you're a mobster? Get out of there. The whole thing. Doesn't you got make a whole sense. whole world ahead of you, mobster. For comparison, there's a very real chance that. All three of us would wind up living in a house that costs three hundred thousand dollars. I was gonna say because that sounds like a very reasonably oh, priced house. Like I said, I am trying to buy in the city, and I'll tell you what: it three hundred thousand doesn't get you in the city. More bedrooms. A mansion. <laughs> a mansion. Oh. It gets you maybe a two bedroom, two bath condo. Maybe depending on depending the, on the you location yep. in the city that you're looking at. Yep. You can maybe get. You might be able to get a house, house, but you might buy one that looks nice on the outside and the inside is a burned out husk. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was gonna say that's the other thing. It's like you could if you're four miles off any sort of CTA line. Yep. You were basically in the suburbs. So life is so hard, real guys. Real estate. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so then I wanted just I thought it would just be interesting to talk about. Oh, the other thing I looked up because I didn't want to make Jen work for it. Um, our friend Jen who does all our math. Jen's the best. Honestly, I wish she lived here. I'd bring her on a podcast to do half finance, half math. Because time, yeah. you guys haven't heard all the... Well, maybe by now you have heard all the mailbags. I don't know. Time's a flat circle. We'll see how it goes. Um, <laughs> but she does freaking phenomenal math. Million dollars? Because they stuff in his backpack. 22 pounds. He could carry that. Oh, yeah. I was thinking it would be a lot more than that. It's not. 22 pounds. Well, I feel like a million dollars... Doesn't that all depend on what you get it in? Well, they show like him if you get it in nickels. Well, yeah, it doesn't weigh twenty two pounds. They show him getting it in hundreds, so I assume okay. in hundreds it's twenty two pounds. I feel like a million. Yeah, if he gets it in pennies, he'll he'll die there. Yeah, he'll he'll just be like him kicking his legs. Well, like who has the time? pennies. Yeah, like they give them to you in those five dollar rolls. <laughs> pennies come in fifty cent rolls. Oh boy! Oh. Yeah, who has the time? Yeah, five dollar rolls is the dimes. Those $10 rolls. $5 rolls is nickels. Nickels. $2 Quarters. rolls is nickels. Quarters is $10. Dimes is... Five. $5. Yeah, that's right. 2018. Is None of us physical have to, cash a real thing? We don't have to handle money. That's why it's good. It's dirty and full of drugs. I was going to say, all of us are a lot cleaner for it. <laughs> um, I had a thing I was going to ask about. Oh, I was just going to say that I feel like a million dollars cash would be like underwhelming to look at. I think so. Like a small pile. I don't actually know. Like that know, episode but... of Parks and Rec we just watched where uh, Andy wants to hold a thousand dollars cash in his hand and it's like real small. And he's like, oh, I Well, they give it to him impressive. in hundreds and then yeah. they give it to him in singles and it's much more. And he attractive. goes, Have you ever seen this much money in your life? And she goes, I just handed it to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, if you think about it, so you know those like standard stacks that you can kind of think about. You've so, seen like, in movies. Yeah, like you kind of know roughly mm-hmm. how big those are. Mm-hmm. For hundreds, those are generally $10,000. Ooh. Oh. So, I didn't actually do the math here, but let's say you have a million. That should be easy enough. I know, but I'm going to do it on Excel anyway, because I'm afraid of effing it the up. Best. That would be a hundred of those. 
So like that's a good that's a, amount of money. A handful for sure. Yeah. Right. Like you'd probably have to hold it in your arms like a baby. Yeah, but in a, I mean, it would fit in a briefcase. Though. Absolutely. When they do in like the movies oh, where it's like you walk that. out with like eight briefcases, it's like no, no, not really. Doesn't it look so satisfying though when it's all sitting in a briefcase all flat? Mm-hmm. The other thing I looked at that I think was pretty interesting, just for the sake of like timing. He named his guy Mr. McIntosh after the computer, and uh-huh. I was like, there's no way you get away with that. Apple in 1994? That it was so hot. Uh, yeah, stock was less than $4 a share, revenues less than $10 billion. People probably didn't know about Apple that much. I think you knew that Apple was a company. Yeah. But it wasn't like but a But you didn't know necessarily Macintosh. Yeah. You didn't, I mean, you didn't know... Nobody like, had an iPhone. No. 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 <laughs> I just... Yeah, I have a calendar a day thing, and I think it just said the iPhone came out in like... 2007. Well, it makes sense that Preston would know it then, and maybe his parents wouldn't. Although, his dad says he took the computer from his office and gave it to the kids to run their business. Yeah, but his dad also thought it was like a creepy voodoo machine. Oh, I remember when I was a kid, my dad brought home a, like, Apple laptop that he had that had, like, that little LED screen, and I played, like, Reader Rabbit on it. Nice. Like, for some reason, this computer had Reader Rabbit on it for his, like, job that he had that was a business job he wore a tie to. Like... (laughs) I don't know, it was awesome. That was like my first interaction with like a computer at home. And then shortly after we got like a Windows something. 3.1. I played ski. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So a couple other things before we get to the the real money. But um, forging a cat, a check is stupid illegal. Forging a cat. (laughs) I said cash, I believe. Because I meant to say check to cash. But forging a check is super illegal. Oh yes, don't do that. We don't give real advice. Is that also a class four felony? <laughs> felony? Uh, I don't know. I didn't look up what I sort of I feel like that'd be a higher be. level felony than It might that. be. Yeah, four is pretty low, actually. Um, the other thing is, so his dad talks... His dad must work in investments because they talk this whole thing about plan 442. So, like, his dad at one point is very suspicious that he's going to work for this Mr. Macintosh guy. He's like, I want to meet him. And... Preston's like, oh, you can't meet him. It might off-put him because he was really into Plan 442, which his dad says is a prospectus for something. Uh Prospectus is a thing. When you buy a mutual fund, you get a prospectus. And a prospectus is basically, we talk about annual reports for companies, right? Uh Annual report, everything you want to know about a company. Yeah, prospectus is everything you want to know about a mutual fund. Okay. How's it run? What's it attempting to do? What's its fees? What type of strategy does it have? Blah, 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 blah. And so, if it sounds like his dad is maybe trying to raise money for a mutual fund, potentially. Um, but in this expense report that they publish on the screen in blank check, $300,000 are in plan 442. So if that's real, it said, the computer says he's out of money. But in theory, it means $300,000 of it is actually... Invested. Invested. Which in his is, dad's mutual fund? I mean, I don't know. Who knows? I mean, his dad could be a financial sales. He could be an investor. He could be a lot of other things. But like, it doesn't change the fact that in 
theory, that money's not spent. I mean, you don't you want to necessarily. It it's in well, a, you, you could. It's not a retirement yeah. account. You can liquidate it whenever you want. Okay. But, um, yeah, I just. It still exists. It's very it. unclear what Plan 442 is, but if it is a prospectus, it is a like investment document, and in theory, that money is not gone to him forever. And also, how did a child open up a brokerage account? But we don't need to talk that, much about that. How did he buy a house? I think that, like, in my head, I often get this movie confused with War Games, which I <laughs> which I never really did watch either, but it's also like a... He just well, budges okay. things The only way to computers. win is not to play. Damn. It was a War Games thing. Don't I know, worry about it. I know. <laughs> but, like, in my head, it's always been, like, he's just this, like... He's an older kid than I remember him being. Or, in my head, he's an older kid than he actually is. No, he's, like, 11. Yeah. So I just gave him more, like, credit for being able to get things done because I thought he was Matthew Broderick. Like, No, though, if he actually has spent that money and they have to take it back, his dad is probably getting fired. Okay. For, like, raising three hundred grand that is not real, but... Anyway. Woof. So Woof. the reason I wanted to talk about this is a million dollars. Sounds like a big amount of money. Yeah. Most people... I think we learned that it's not. Well, correct. It's not. Both in terms of, like, what you can actually spend. Most people in our generation should have more than a million dollars when they retire. That's awesome. Most people <clears throat> won't. Should have. Should, should. should. Yeah. Most people should. Because you should, not real advice, let's be clear, you should be saving about 10 to 15% of your income for retirement. Kind of from day one. The reason for that is that gets you a out, give or take, to income replacement uh, when you when retire. retire. Right. So people who make 30000 their whole career probably only need to live on 30000 People who make $5 million probably want to live on $5 million, right? So it gives you about to, to replacement. And actually gets you probably closer to about 80% of retirement, which is what they suggest you want to replace. Well, because um, the other 20% is supposed to be taken up by, like, Social Security? Well, no, I'm sorry. That's what you're saving yes. in order to get there. So if you're oh, saving oh, oh. 10% of your income and you retire, you don't need to save that 10% anymore. Fair. Plus, potentially, your mortgage is paid off. Oh, Plus, potentially, okay. your kids are old enough to support themselves. Plus, potentially, like, Lots of costs in generally, your expenses go down as you get closer to retirement. So you probably don't need your full 100 okay. If you can replace it, that's wonderful. If you need more, that's even better. Sure, but live a cushy life. They suggest, like, you probably don't need everything. Um, but the common, like, rule of thumb is that your drawdown rate in retirement, which basically means you have this big pool of money, how much you should be taking a year, is something like the conventional wisdom was always 4%, but people have since said that might be a little conservative, or a little aggressive, so you should be taking about 3%. So okay. 3 to 4%. So, I mean, I just did a hypothetical scenario. So let's say a person makes 40 grand when they start working and that goes up 20 grand every 10 years for 40 years so okay. they ended 120 and you know some people make way more some people make way less but here's a, just a general some of that's going to be inflation as well so like they'll make 120 but that's not like they're making three times more right over that many years it has the buying power of you know call it 70 or 80 and i'm yeah. ballparking here but like yeah then they're making a lot more but they're also not like quadrupling their income or anything like sure. that so, if you want to live on 80%, right, you need about $96,000 in retirement. You're going to need that for, like, 30 years, right? $96,000 a year. Hopefully. Let's all wish we live this long. Right. 
Well, but even still, right? I, I said you, you worked retired. for 40 years. You started 22. That's 62. You lived in 92. Uh, yeah, it's longer than a lot of people need. But, like... But you should plan for that because what wanna... happens if you get there and you don't have any money? Exactly. No. Um, so if you take a 3.5% withdrawal rate, right, you need $2.7 million to pull out $97. $96,000 a year. Shoot. Now, if you're saving 10%, you get 7% interest, and let's say you get a company match of 4%, you're going to wind up with about a million point six. Okay. So that's going to get you about $58,000 a year. Social Security in general, now who knows if it'll still be around, but Social Security right now at least tends to replace about 40% of your income. So that's $48,000, so that gets you to 106000 Okay. So that's how it works. You save ten percent, you get a, you know, three four percent company match. You do it for twenty years, and you wind up with well over a million dollars, one point six million. And then even if Social Security's not there, you have a decent, obviously a very decent nest egg to retire. And you know that can. I don't actually think I have in here. It's still growing through retirement. So like it, it's more advantageous than it looks in even my scenario. Okay. But the point is like a million dollars is a lot of money. You should have more than a million dollars when you hit retirement. Wow. Especially because if we're talking about people who are not right now in their 20s, 30s, maybe 40s, things are going to cost more. And like having a million dollars 30 years ago would have been like you living high on the hog. If you're having a million dollars right now, you'll live very comfortably. Having a million dollars 30 years from now, not going to get you maybe as far as you want. I mean, that's so, Austin Powers rule I learned when I was a child. One yep. million dollars. One million. Is not that's literally. I mean, yeah. Austin Powers. Yeah. That whole Doctor Evil bit is just an inflation joke. Yeah. Um, like, so like, this is like not to like scare anybody, but if you have a million dollars in retirement and you take three and a half percent out, you're getting thirty five thousand dollars a year. Which like some people live on happily, yeah. but it's not going to be the same thirty five thousand dollars in. But I'm just saying, even years. even now, even if you were retiring tomorrow. That's okay, a good yeah. amount of money, and obviously you can burn and principal, you were, and you can do a lot of other like, things. Doing but like, that with another person, that's like, like if their retirement was also thirty five thousand dollars. You right, you're at seventy, and like, like livable. Again, I'm not doing this to like fear monger, and I'm not no. saying there's not like a lot of options, but like for the people who right now, and this is a lot of people who are putting away whatever your company matches, and it's four percent. That's great. Think about upping that a percent every six or nine months because you won't notice a percent the way you will like upping it from three to ten. Mm -hmm. Think about putting an extra percent in every six months because you won't really notice that at least until you get to ten. Or maybe you get your three percent cost of living raise, put a percent into retirement and take two. You still get a raise, but like you don't notice that percent's gone. Do something, even if it's 50 bucks a month. Do something because it's way more powerful young than old. I'm like, you're going to need a lot of money. So Being an old person's expensive. Not working is expensive, not yeah. Not working is expensive. Yeah, Which that's one a of these days, I want to have a conversation about like some vampire movie where they don't work anymore and like how long it would take them to build up a self-sustaining fund, but we'll do that another day. Twilight. Or, or interview with a vampire. Or interview with a vampire. That's a good I movie. guess. I could do cocoon. I don't want to talk about Twilight. I will. We should, just because it's how a very sparkly topic. It is a very sparkly topic. Yeah. The underworld vampires are stupid rich. Oh. Mm. 
There's got a lot of vampires to talk yeah. about. But that's like an Illuminati like whole organization shit. But, but yeah. yeah, no. But I mean, to become an Illuminati, you need. But they a do lot give a little bit more details because they talk about like owning a company that does like plasma or like we could actually put some real. There's a lot of infrastructure that. in those yeah, movies. Yeah. I think like other ones don't. Like you know that the one guy's a doctor, but like oh, you know, no yeah, yeah. Twi- sorry. Yeah, you know, in Twilight, the one guy's a doctor, but, like, he hasn't As been that to to school. forever, you know? Right. Yeah, and I they think, like, do they take turns being the adult? Like, No, it's... they move around to a lot. This is her, like, the way that she gets around this. They move around to a lot of places that often has rainy weather so that they're never in sunshine so they don't sparkle. So well, that's why they're in Seattle. have that much rain. Well, I think that they, like, often come back to Washington. <laughs> Whatever. You know, anyway, that's a whole discussion yeah, like, for another they time. They go to like the rainy seasons and you know yeah, Seattle, and... Redmond, Olympia, Tacoma. <laughs> They're small scale, but they travel a lot. I was like, if they live internationally, there's a ton of like monsoon season places, sure. but I don't get the impression they do. But they, they we could get into All right, this, this, episode. Is, we, this, this episode is not about Twilight. <laughs> um, this, this episode is the blank was check about blank slash check. Twilight episode. You want for <laughs> The blank Twilight episode. Um... <laughs> Do you have anything else you would like to say about retirement funds or blank check or how stupid it is to try and buy a house in cash? No, it's not stupid to buy a house in cash. Well, sure. Necessarily, but it, yeah. It is when you don't get it inspected. Yeah. Yes, and also you probably invest that money at a higher rate. Money's cheap right now. It won't always be. doesn't really matter. The point is... Um, and I bet the resale value on that mansion is probably not very good. If you could if buy he it did, for... If you put a like, child's water slide in it, probably not. No. Yeah, like he ruined it because he made it a kid's appropriate thing. <laughs> and then, like, who knows when he's going to sell it, but McMansions went out of style like 10 years later Yeah. Plus, it has a pool, which means that no, I'm if it not is, buying it. If it is in Texas, <laughs> I think they have better sale value than they do here that's fair and but pools probably still. go pretty better in texas where the weather might be nice enough for a pool for more than three months out of a year <laughs> three months is optimistic <laughs> that's fair three months is if you're like a three months is like i'm like going to use my pool because how I installed long do you it. think august is <laughs> <laughs> the second half of august no the two things i would say because i see this problem a lot is you don't max out your 401k when you put in the match and that's not to be, like, belittling, but a lot of people think that that's, like, the match you put in. And again, $10 is better than nothing. Sure. And that's all fake advice, so don't take any of it. Well, fake advice that I will be enacting later <laughs> this month. <laughs> um, thanks, Dan. That was all very illuminating and only a little bit scary. Mostly it's just, If it makes you feel like... any better, gave me, like, an existential crisis when I did it, too. And, like, I know I'm doing everything right, and I'm still, like, terrified of this concept. <sighs> It's like it's hard to prepare for a future version of yourself. You are not, like, like, my whole thing was when I was a younger person. I was like, I'm never gonna retire. I'm not gonna make enough money to ever like retire. I'll just keep working until the very day that I die. And now, as a person who's like trying to plan for like a married life and a house and maybe kids someday, I think I kind of want to be a little bit better about that. Well, the other thing I will say is, and I get that a lot at work. Like, oh well. Worst case scenario, I won't retire. So Guess what? Ageism a is a thing. Yeah. yeah. If you, like, get fired at 67, it's going to be very hard to get fired again. Or you'll get, like, some sort of chronic illness, which is not, like, debilitating, you can't live your life, but you maybe can't work. Yeah. Well, Especially guess what? after the robots come. <laughs> well, that's He's the hope. not wrong. That's the hope, is that we all retire because the robots do our jobs. Well, but... they, you have to replace that with a standard basic income, but otherwise... That's a whole nother episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that just about does it. Uh, you can find us on Apple Podcasts. 
where you can rate us and review us because that helps other people find us. Go ahead and tell someone who doesn't know us personally about this podcast because that always helps. Yeah, really. We would really love that. Like, yeah. We really love doing this. I feel like we've hit a pretty good stride. This is me being arrogant, but like... <laughs> no, I mean, personally, way, this feels good. Yeah, the best way to like keep us doing this is to grow, right? And yeah. like tell one person. One person. And that doubles our listenership and right there by the time we're 67 we'll have like a hundred thousand two million point seven listeners should we do you a not know how exponential growth works no if idea. everybody not told so one well. person we would have like a million listeners in like three days hey everybody tell one one person well, everybody tells one, and the next, and then the next everybody else like tells one, forward, and everybody else, yeah, so that's it. called exponential. Everybody just go ahead and tell one person, and then keep on doing this forever until you die. Okay? Um, and rate us and review us, and find us on your podcatcher of choice. We're now on uh, Stitcher, for sure, and tune in, hopefully, um, and Apple Podcasts, like we said. Uh, email us your salt facts, or blank check facts, or house buying gripes at... Uh, make believe money podcast at gmail.com. Thanks as always to our composer Charlie Miller for the, her lovely music. Damon, did you have something you wanted to add? I was just going to invite everyone to contact us on social media. We oh, yeah. like uh, interacting with those who listen and hearing everything you have to say about the stuff we do here at Make Believe Money. I forget that we have we have a fun Instagram. I I think it's fun because I make fun posters that make me laugh. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, uh, I've been Liz. I've been Damon. Dan, pause the Pause it. Dan, Dan, Dan. Liz, doing a thing. I'm doing a thing. Um, so, if okay. we started a one listener. So, I've been Dan. Oh, uh, thank you, Dan. <laughs> Sorry, hold on. I've been Dan. I'm not editing any of this. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> if we started at one listener and we doubled every day, we would hit a million listeners in 20 days. Guys, we can make it happen. Exponential growth is a mother. Hashtag exponential growth. Come on, guys. We can make it happen. Let's get us to one million listeners. In the next 20 days. In the next 20 days. Or else I'm gonna shave Damon's beard off. No. No. This is not a visual medium. <laughs> no one cares. I was gonna say. No one can tell. Damn. You ruined it. Anyway. Welcome to my life. <laughs> thank you for joining us on Make Believe Money. Uh, hit us up. Contact us. We'll see you next time on our visual media. Uh, bye! Bye. Bye.